Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Uh, a huge event coming up. Uh, Hex promoter Jacob Watts, mate, welcome. Hey, Mitch, thanks for having me on. Mate, how, how stoked are you uh, to have this card? This has got to be at least one of your favourite cards that you've ever put together. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely very excited, man. Um, th- this main event especially, you know, I've, I get really excited for a lot of fights in the UFC and, and you know, one PFL, but um, having this kind of calibre of a fight so close to home, it, it really excites me. Every time I talk about it to anyone, whether it's my friends or fighters, I, I can't stop smiling about it. I'm just... That's such a big fight, and and the rest of the card as well is just stacked top to bottom. So, yeah, I'm I'm super keen to put this one on. How hard is it to put together a champion versus champion fight? Because if you've got uh, Kevin Jusay, who's the middleweight champ, Kit Campbell, who's the welterweight champ, is there a bit of like, no, I want to go after his belt. I don't want to have to defend my belt. Like, I want more money then. Is it is it tricky? That was super easy, man. After Kevin's win um, at Hex 25 when he – beat Priscus for the middleweight title. He f- firstly came straight up to me and he said, I, I want Kit. Um, and then he went and spoke to Kit because Kit was uh, in attendance. And, you know, he said, look, res-, and it was respectfully their friends. He said, look, I, I want I want a shot at your belt. Um, Kit, Kit never backs down from a challenge. You know, he's someone that's had a lot of issues getting fights. You know, he's probably the hardest, one of the hardest guys in the country to match up. So um, he, he just wants to fight and, yeah, this was definitely the easiest matchup I've ever put together. Do you know why he wanted that fight? Kevin or Kit? Uh, Kevin. Like, why going... Because I talked Callum Potter, and it was almost like straight after the victory, like, beeline to him and said it to him in person. Do you know if there's any extra motivation behind it? Look, I think he just wants the the toughest challenges. He wants to make history... He wants to get into the UFC and a, and a win over someone like Kid and collecting a second belt, being a two division champion. That's probably the best the best way he's going to get to that goal. So I think that was his motivation behind it. Like I said, there was no there's no bad blood or anything like that between these guys. They've got a lot of respect for each other, but I think he just wants the hardest challenges so that he can make it to the UFC where he um, believes he belongs. And let's say let's say he doesn't, uh, but Kevin picks up the victory and he's got two belts. As a promoter, what are you what are you doing? Is he dropping one? Is he defending both? How do you work that out? It'd be something we'd have to speak to Kevin about um, after you know if he did win, we'd have to speak to him after that and see what he wants to do. Um, it'd be great to have him defending both, um, but I guess that's kind of just up to him what he wants to do. If he wanted to say it at welterweight for the foreseeable future, we'd probably have to drop the title. But, you know, that's just a conversation we'd have to wait um, to have after the fight. And alternatively, if uh, if Kit wins and then turns around and goes, well, now I want a middleweight shot, do you, do you give him that? <laughs> Who knows, man? It, I guess it, it kind of depends how this fight plays out. Um yeah, it, it, it's it's a hard question to answer. You know, if it's a super close fight and and Kit gets the win and then wants to go up to middleweight, well, I mean, he's he's um, he's welcomed Kevin to his title. I think it would it would only be fair to welcome for Kevin to welcome Kit up to his. But I guess you know these are all questions that we can answer once this fight's done um, and we see how it plays out and what the result is. And you can only see it live at Melbourne Pavilion. That's where you throw that in. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, is it is it an official sellout yet? 
Uh, we've got a bit, there's about forty tickets left, so we're looking at around two thousand in there. Jeez, and yep. one that I've got to ask ask you about, and I don't know how much you're going to go into it, but you pulled off one of the most miraculous uh, matchups in in recent Australian MMA history by getting George Sotiropoulos, the former UFC veteran. He was like the face of Australian MMA for a while. How on earth did you pull him out of retirement at 45 to take on a killer in Josh Togo? Please explain to me, like, did you buy him a castle? <laughs> Look, George actually came came to us. Um, we we've always been interested in in having George back on. As you mentioned, he's he was one of the pioneers of Australian MMA. He's you know he he probably should have been a, a lightweight champion in the UFC. He was pretty stiff to not get a a title shot after going seven and zero in there. Um, but he he actually we we just been speaking to him a little bit, and then he came to us and he said, you know, I want to I want to jump back in there. Um, we ran through some options with him and. He was really excited about the the Josh Togo fight, and as you know, Josh is probably the the scariest lightweight um, in the country right now. And um, yeah, George was like, "Yep, yeah, let's do it." He's keen, so it's going to be a cracking fight. You know, I'm, I'm I've watched George um, in the gym a few times over the last few weeks, and he looks really sharp. His his ground game's better than ever. He's still been actively competing in jits comps, um, and he's striking as well. It's real crisp, real clean, and he, he doesn't look a day over 30. So is this, so you're saying this isn't a money fight. He's, he wants to come back and compete more than, more than just this one fight. I'd expect so. That's another one where we need to wait and see how the fight plays out. But George is he's not just coming back for a payday. He wants to, he really wants to compete, get back in there and, and I guess put his, his skills to the test. And uh, and speaking of skills to test, uh, uh, apart from those two, because they they're your headline grabber fights, obviously, champ versus champion, and George Sotiropoulos coming back. It's, I mean, it's like we were just talking about. It's amazing that it's overshadowing Josh Togo. Like it, it it really is. It's just to have George coming back that shows you how good those two fights are. What's the sort of dark horse fight for you? What's really sticking out for you? The, there's a couple, to be honest. The the. Um, Jarrett Wilbraham and Brad Ramsey fight's going to be a banger. That these guys both kind of love to stand there and bang and put on shows. Um, so I think that one will be real exciting, and you know the that'll kind of shape the featherweight division a little bit more. And and you know I know Jarrett wants wants to get back to a shot against Khan, so a win here kind of puts him back on that path to to get back to that title. Um, the Jonathan Michaelif and Daniel Kerr fight is amazing because. Daniel Kerr's a 135-fight Muay Thai veteran. He's fought against the likes of John Wayne Parr. Um, so, you know, that that fight. And, and Jonathan Mikhailov as well has said he wants to stand and, and knock Daniel out. So I think that one will be, you know, a striker's delight. And and my my fight of the night prediction is Jeff Messer and Michael Barber. Um, it's a fight that Michael Barber called for and, there's a, just a little bit of, you know, a little bit of, I guess, competitive heat there. Um, but I think both those guys love to just stand and bang. So I think that that'll just kick off the card with a bang. Like that, that's going to be fire the night, I think. And uh, just a question I've got to ask you that, that popped into my brain the other day. How far away do you think a, a fighter like Colby Thickness is away from, from a title fight? I'd expect he's pretty close. He, he's a great fighter. I, I also think he's he's pretty close to getting signed to the UFC. I, I know his record's only um, only three and zero, but 
he's you know he's obviously got the skills and and being a main training partner of Alex, I, I don't think he would be too far away. I think you know a couple of wins getting to maybe five and zero, six and zero, and um, and you'd see him in the UFC. But he's got a pretty like he's got a big um, test ahead of him. Emrahan is an incredible wrestler. Um, there's not that much footage of him. You know, people haven't really seen that much of him, but his team are, are super confident in him. Um, and yeah, from what I've seen in the training room, he, he's an animal. So I think that'll also be a cracking fight. And uh, when it comes to the entire car, we were speaking about the UFC. Is there anyone, you've been close with these guys and putting these fights together and whatnot. Who do you think just, off the top of your head, is the next to be called up out of this card uh, next week? Look, I'd expect that I'd expect the winner of the main event to probably get signed to the UFC. Kit's been on their radar for quite a long time. He's twelve and six. Um, he's got finishes over some huge names in Australia, um, and then Kevin. You know, he's a double champ, training out of CKB with with Izzy and Carlos and those guys. I think that whoever wins this fight would, you know, the UFC would would definitely be having a look at them, if not signing them, um, especially with the Sydney card coming up. You know, it's a really good chance for this, for some of these guys to debut. Like like we had with Jack Jenkins in Perth, you saw the reception that he got. Um, I feel like one of these two guys could debut in Sydney and, and it, it would be massive. And uh, we, we see that the UFC's announced, I think it's September 10th to UFC 293. Eternal loves to piggyback UFC events. Is there any sort of workings on a, on a Sydney card for Hex? No, not for us. We're, um, you know, like I've said in the past, we're, we're just here running our own race. Um, I understand that, that, you know, they, they do like to kind of follow the UFC when they come to Australia, which is great for them. But, you know, we're here to just do our thing, put on the best fights um, that the country has to offer and, you know, just keep selling out these venues. And, yeah. And speaking of uh, not just some of the best signings you've had, because George Sotteropoulos is amazing. But if I can uh, biasly push that one aside, you got Michael the Voice Chevello to, <laughs> to commentate your event now how on earth does that even come about because he is i mean probably just behind joe rogan some people might even think above uh, at least on par with in terms of mma commentators so how did that even come about look i'd I'd have him up there as one of the best in the world he's he's so um highly regarded around asia obviously from commentating in one and, and dream and k1 and those kind of promotions um and you know, Michael's a Melbourne a Melbourne guy, and we found out he was back here um, in Melbourne. So, reached out to him, and you know, M- Michael's a great guy. He's he's amazing to work with, um, and obviously his skill set is 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 incredible. So, I'm so excited to have him on, and and our whole our new look um, commentary team as a whole as well is really exciting. We've got um, Brent Foster, who's a second degree Taekwondo black belt and a, and a Hollywood movie star. So he'll kind of bring his colorful side to the, to the team. And then Frank Barker, who's just been a mainstay of Hex. He's been there since Hex one. Everyone knows Frankie um, and Samantha Riches, who's will be hosting for us. She's done the AFL grand final, the, the Commonwealth games, the formula one. So um, we're really building a good core team around the show and just, Going to keep taking this to to the new level. Is it is it 
is it set and done for you? Like, is this, you know, you've got all, all the pieces you want or over the next couple of events, are you looking at to add more and more things? Look, we're all, we're always looking to evolve and grow as a promotion. Um, we've got some pretty, pretty, pretty big um, broadcast deals in the works right now, which obviously I can't disclose at the moment, but um, you know, we're every event, we're just going to keep on evolving, um, keep growing and seeing where we can take this thing because I feel like the the team we have at Hex now is and the fighters we've got here in the production, it's it's something that we can take worldwide, not just here in Australia. I feel like we can really get to this global stage. And uh in terms of uh I mean, yeah, Melbourne's a an excellent hub. A lot of people live in Melbourne, a lot of people coming over for Hex, me myself, I'm coming over just just to watch it as well. Uh, will there be any special guests? Do you think anyone's going to pop in? Maybe some superstars. Maybe you said some Hollywood stars. Come on, mate. you got to give us a little bit of something. Look, <laughs> I'd love to, I'd love to break some, um, break some news on your show, Mitch. I can't, I can't disclose. Um, but there will be some, some big names there. One thing I will tell you, we've got the Melbourne storm, um, NRL team coming down. Um, they'll be there in attendance, but you'll you'll see you'll see on the night. But we've there's some big some big names, not just from the UFC, but also um, just from around Australia. We've got some some massive names coming down. You know, Hex is starting to really get the recognition it's it deserves. So. Yeah, you you'll find out next Friday who we've got coming down. So now I got to research some some rugby so I can chat to one of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, mate, if 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 anyone had never been to a hex show, perhaps an MMA show in general, just finally before I, I let you go, what would you tell the average person? Because no MMA fans are going to be there regardless. It's it's one of the, the best shows of the year. But what would you tell the average person on why they should come to to hex fight series? Look, there's still a little bit of a stigma around MMA that it's a violent, bloody, you know, cage cage fighting luck. Um, but it's it's more than that. It's an experience. You know, you come down with your friends, you get to immerse yourself in the atmosphere that's at Hex and and enjoy not just great fights, but enjoy yeah the atmosphere with your friends. Have a drink and yeah, immerse yourself in a different world where. You, you would know how many people over the last few years have kind of found a love for MMA. Um, you know, people that that I know that have never watched the sport that I've ta- I've watched the UFC with, and they've fallen in love with it. So it's a it's a sport where once you go to a live event once, you will want to go back to every live event you can. You know, I go to so many MMA shows in the year. Uh, um, j- just because I love being there. I love the the atmosphere. I love watching the fights. I love the experience. So, you know, Hex is, Hex is you know, the pinnacle of, of MMA in the country. So to be able to immerse yourself in that atmosphere in Melbourne, it's it's like nothing else. Awesome, mate. And I'm absolutely looking forward to it. Uh, they head on over to it's hexfightseries.com uh, and get your tickets. And uh, look, it's going to be an amazing event. I can't wait to be there. Um and just yeah, congratulations for for getting it all together. Thank you, man. Yeah, I'm happy to um happy to have you you down. You know, it's been a long time coming, so excited to have you down at the show. And yeah, like you said, make sure you go online and get your tickets now. Less than fifty left, so be one of the two thousand that's going to be there. Thanks, mate.